Robert Williams, Brad Stevens gushing about him, a workout video being released. We're going to talk about Rob and how he might look, plus our 100th update on the Jalen Brown situation and fun with Jordan Walsh. It's all right now on a Friday Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every single day, Monday through Friday. You get a free, fresh podcast right to your favorite podcasting app. So open that up if you're new. Subscribe so you get this show whenever it drops. You everydayers, you regular listeners, you know I love you. Thank you so much for making the show part of your daily routine. Hey, ring the bell there on the YouTube page. Get notified when I drop the video and hop into the comment section. Let me know what you think about the show. The, the content, the topics, me, whatever, uh, just hop on in there and have some fun. I'm John Corrales. I used to play Once Upon a Time. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Later on, Jordan Walsh, he's, uh, he's a character, man. He's He just loves his anime and his swords. So we're going to talk about that in the third segment. We'll talk about Jalen Brown. <sighs> Again, I, I swear, I swear that this should be done by now. We'll talk about that next. But first, Robert Williams, man. Robert Williams making some noise by putting out or, or being on video working out. Brad Stevens uh, during the last Summer League game talking about Robert Williams. We're talking about it all right now with our friend Tom Westerholm, who seems... I'm getting assaulted by a beetle. Be oh, that's... I'm good. Yeah. You you're okay there? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm uh. See? Is it a big beetle? No, it's it, a little guy. Oh, it's a little guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let him live, man. Of course, I'm gonna let him live. I'm gonna name him Larry. <laughs> Here, I gotta. Ah, geez, he flies. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's beetles do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. You yeah, start this thing over. Larry appears to be gone. I don't know. Do you want to keep the beetle content in? I mean, from everything that I've learned in podcasting, you know, my many years. Beetle content sells. <laughs> I mean, it's big. It's yeah. Big. Yeah. 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 I'm good. No, I, I, Larry has flown away. So we're not friends anymore. Uh, during the game last night or two nights ago, Brad Stevens talked about Robert Williams said he hasn't had a summer of good health in a while. Right now he feels really good. And so we're looking forward to him building off of that. And lo and behold, all of a sudden a new video shows up on social medias where there's Rob taking jump shots over people with big brooms and stuff to simulate large human beings and shooting what appeared to be three-pointers or at least long jumpers. Shot. And yeah, yeah, that's everything that we wanted. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, look at Rob. Look at Rob working on post moves and jumpers and all of that. And yay! That's my that's my take. Yay! 
my take is I've taken that exact video of Rob in practice before, just in the Celtics practice facility, where yeah. you wait until he makes one, and then you clip it, <laughs> and then you stick that thing on Twitter, and you watch the likes and the retweets just kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fly. Like It I is mean, part of the formula. I have one three-pointer that we saw. That, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have taken videos of guys where it's like, okay, he just missed four in a row. Let me stop. Let me start it again and see see if I can't get a little a little hot streak going. That's not a hot streak, yeah. Yeah, you can't you see like five out of six, and you're like, okay, this is this is better. This one's going out. Yeah, because it's just not worth. Like overall, he shot fair. He shot like a fair amount, fine, yeah. whichever player it was. But I just don't want to have the like, oh, Jalen Brown, man. Whoa, what's wrong with him? Like, get, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because you're either gonna get the wow, Jalen, Jalen stinks, or you're gonna get the oh man, like Jalen's making everything, he's a problem, and it's like, well, I just I would rather do the positivity one, like <laughs> like yeah, if everybody I wants mean, to be over, if everybody wants to be overly positive about a guy, sure, like sounds fun. I just like like I, I mean I think I, I I don't know you you don't think Rob's gonna like stretch beyond where he was before, no. do you? Like it no. feels like it, it I, think he's, I think he's a career 10 foot jump shot, 15 foot jump shot guy. I don't think he's stretching. Here's out what I want from Rob. Here's yeah. what I want from Rob. When you run that dribble handoff and it's a fake, like can you turn around and if they lay off of you, say, all right, sure. I'll, I'll I will take this shot because the the defense has just pulled five feet off of me and said, go for it, buddy. Mm-hmm. So hit one, hit two, and just make them be like, oh, all right, fine. I got to step up on that. Just make them realize that you can hit that shot. Don't rely on it for too much. But if they're going to sag off you, then yeah, I'm not. He, he's a good enough shooter. He's got a good enough touch where I think he can hit 15 footers. Yeah. We've seen him hit. We've seen him hit 15 footers. Yeah, he can yeah. hit those. Like, there's nothing wrong with a wide open 15 footer. Like, if, he, if I'm not going to run plays for a Robert Williams 15 footer, right? But broken play. You know, like I said, something happens and and you find yourself there with room to shoot and not much time on the clock, and it's going to be the most open shot somebody gets. Yeah, hit that. Sh- I want him to be able to hit that shot. What I want him to mostly do on offense is obviously make the right passes, make the, the occasional fake dribble handoff and go to the rim, you know, the Draymond green mm-hmm. and like, get, get that down, get, get enough handle where you can go boom, boom, two dribbles, get to the rim. That's all I need from you. That that's the extent of it. A drop step, jump hook. Sure. Drop step, jump hook, jump hook is great. Turn that, uh, you know, have a counter to that and up and under, you know, up fake, come under, lefty, lefty layup, boom. That it's it's basic offense from Rob. And that's that's in the video. That's kind of what he saw. And to 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 Brad's point, he hasn't had a summer of good health yeah. in a while. Yeah. He had um a you know, he had the surgery this past summer. He's had issues before. He's tried to, you know, get healthy. Now, now he's about as healthy as he's been. So now he can add a little bit to his game and, and come in and, and be ready to contribute to a team that that is going to be pretty potent offensively, and he can just kind of live in the whatever little crevices that exist. 
Yeah, I think to, to me, that's the big thing. Honestly, I think, you know, more. I mean, the video is fun, right? It's like fun summer content, whatever. The 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 Brad pointing out that this is his first healthy summer in a while. That's that's the that's the meat, right? Like that's the yeah. stuff where it's like interest. Yeah, that's a good point, because I mean, not only if, you, if you're not healthy during the summer, obviously you're not working on your game, but you're also not working on injury prevention. You're also not working on, you know, things that can keep you healthy longer, right? Like you're just trying to get healthy. You're not working on staying healthy. And if, you know, that's what I, if, if I'm, if I'm Brad, if I'm anybody in the Celtics, you know, kind of sphere, what I want is to see Rob just working on staying healthy, like long-term, like, because yeah, it'd be great if he had like, you know, two dribbles to the hoop. It would be great if he had a jump hook. It would be great if he had a consistent 15 foot jumper. And I, I just looked it up and it, the, the stats are kind of funny. I mean, Rob's stats are always hilarious, right? Uh, shot 83% um, from in less, less than five feet. And that was 141 of his 170 uh, field goal attempts. <laughs> like he, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a specialist, shall we yeah. say. Um, you know, and I mean, you know, wouldn't we all love to be a dunk specialist? That sounds awesome. But like, you know, that's the thing to me, right? Is like live in those crevices and stay healthy. And if you do that, I mean, Rob's a really good player when he's healthy and like, mm -hmm. you know, adding stuff is great, but realistically the player who Rob is right now, as things currently stand is an incredibly valuable NBA player. As long as he can stay on the floor, like, like a guy who's going to like a guy who would make a ton of money if he could stay on the floor, um, you know, more money than he's already making. So yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I think all that stuff would be great. I think it would be great if he could shoot all that stuff. But the big thing is just like, yeah, stay on the floor. Stay in the crevices, stay in your role, stay on the floor. Yeah. It'll be, yeah. be awesome. I keep going back to something Ime Udoka said about Rob a couple of seasons ago about his offensive game, which I'll tell you about next. Uh, first, I'm going to talk about Bird Dogs Today Show brought to you by Bird Dogs. They make you look good. That's what you want in your shorts. They, they are made from stretch khaki that's designed to fit slimmer through the thigh in the leg. So people are going to be like, hey, nice shorts. And then in their minds, you're going to be like, hey, nice legs, buddy. You're really wearing the hell out of those shorts. Bird dogs, that's basically they do the same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They're better than regular shorts. Uh, they stretch. They, they stretch. They use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. You can literally wake up, put them on. And just do everything. Are you going to the beach? Wear your bird dogs. You can go swimming and come out of the beach. They'll dry off quickly. Then you can go to the bar with your bird dogs on. You don't have to do that crazy little towel dance. You know, you put the towel on, take your bathing suit off, and try to put your shorts on without everybody trying you know, you know, keep everything hidden. Just wear your bird dogs. Let them dry off quickly, which they'll do. And you can go and have some beers after you're done at the beach. Go to birddogs.com. Slash locked on NBA. Enter the promo code locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or promo code locked on NBA. You get a free Yeti style tumbler. So you get to bring your drink, your hot drink, your cold drink, your little traveler, uh, wherever you want to go on the beach, you know, backyard barbecue. You got your Yeti style tumbler. You're looking good. You're feeling good. I'm telling you, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Stick around Monday through Friday podcast all next week. Whenever Jalen Brown signs an extension, I'll be here to talk about it. So make sure you're subscribed here for you Monday through Friday. 
to talk about that. Tom Westerholm, as we uh, we'll get to Jalen Brown in a second. So, but the thing I was talking about with uh, Ime Udoka, I just I remember Ime saying specifically, uh, we were having this Q and A about Rob uh, post game, and he said something like, "It would suck if all you know." all you were known for your whole career was just being a dunker. Like he specifically said that. I remember that. And I was like, man, yeah, yeah I guess so. Um, and so what? he, no, he literally said that. You don't remember that? No, no. But I, yeah, I do. But I like, I don't think it would suck to be only known as a dunker. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, I, like, I think, I think the whole point was you'd like to be known for doing a little bit more. I suppose, you know, offensively, like, okay, yes, he's primarily a lob catcher, rim runner, you know, all of that stuff, putbacks. But hey, man, every once in a while, if he gets the ball in the post, he will get you that drop step jump hook, and it's fairly reliable. If you get if you get to that level, that hey, don't sleep on this move, then that just makes him a little bit more of a weapon. That's 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 all it is, and, and it's just you know, back to the earlier point where Brad said this is his summer. It's just nice to see him in a gym actually working on this stuff, actually doing some of the stuff that we're talking about. To what degree will he use all of this stuff? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot to figure out this season. I don't know what his role is actually going to be now that Kristaps Porzingis is on the roster. That's a big question. Is Rob a starter? Is he coming off the bench? What's going on here? But in the meantime, if he can just throw a little extra, just a move and a counter, and, you know, hey, if he gets to be reliable from 15 feet, then all the better. But if he can do those things, then maybe the Celtics can just win on offense and just score 120 points a game and just say, go ahead and try and stop us. Yeah. Yeah. So. One key to that would be getting Jalen Brown back. It'd be nice if Jalen Brown. Listen, listen, absolutely nobody is worried, Corrales. Nobody is worried. worried. Nobody's no worried. One, no one is worried at all. Look, there's a lot of reporters in Boston. There are a lot of reporters in the NBA. We all call the same few people, right? There's there's only so many people involved, right? Right. So everybody gets to talk to the same few people. So there's a reason why when I read Adam Himmelsbach, he's like, it's expected the deal's going to get done. B-Rob expected the deal's going to get done. I've written, I expect the deal to be done. Zach Lowe and his podcast. Uh, I've been told over and over again that he will sign some version of the Supermax soon-ish. It's not been signed yet, but I expect it to still to be still despite this ongoing delay. Um, and so, yeah, it's, and, and, and Zach, Zach might be the most connected of everybody here. So, uh, to continue on what he said, uh, there's all sorts of whispers and posturing of in rumor mongering and all of that, uh, from everything that I've heard, it's a bells and whistles on the supermax thing. Uh, player options, trade kickers, that all that kind of stuff. But I've said over and over again, oh no, he's talking about the Jalen Brown, Damian Lillard thing. But that it's basically they're 
fine, finer details yeah. being worked out. But every day that it doesn't get worked out, you're like, huh, we're all saying something. And everybody independently. It's not like I didn't get on the phone with all these reporters and say, hey, what do we want to say about Jalen Brown? Right. We're all doing right. our jobs. Right. And we're all coming to the same thing. So either this is just so not a big deal that both sides are taking their time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll get it tomorrow. Oh, this thing came up. Let me just handle that. Yeah, no problem. Go do that. Oh, no. I got a tea time. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Go play. You know, whatever. That's all. That, that could be it. Or somebody's lying. And I don't think anybody's lying, but it could, it could be, it, I'm, I can't say it's not. Yeah. It could be putting on a very brave face, like two parents fighting and telling the kids, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It, she's just worried about something else. Or, you know, daddy's, daddy's just upset about something at work. You know, like, oh, okay. Everything's fine. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it should be done soon. But eh, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it should be because everybody says it's fine. Like everybody says it's good. Look, we don't know how leaky. We don't really know yet, right? Like exactly how leaky the Celtics are under Brad Stevens. Like we, we you know, it doesn't seems like they're, you know, doesn't. Yeah. They, I mean, this Celtics are a pretty small um, operation, right? Like all things considered, like there's yep. there there are a lot of organizations out there that are much, you know, kind of mm -hmm. larger and larger often means leakier, right? Yep. Like, and, and, you know, I think. And different every... personalities too, by the way. And Brad's, Brad has a strong discipline and he's surrounded yeah. by people with strong discipline. And a ton of experience, right? Yeah. Like, there's, like there's a lot of experience in that front office and a lot of like, and if everybody's on the same page with everything, then there's actually no reason whatsoever that anything should leak out of Boston. Like that wasn't exactly a secret who leaked all the Jalen Brown stuff when it came to Kevin Durant. Right. Like that was yep. very obvious that it wasn't coming from a Celtic source there. That's right. And I also think that that Kevin Durant thing is instructive because if like if you're the Celtics, right. OK, I like everybody else. Right. Yeah. I assume that it's not a problem and that it'll be done soon enough. But also if there's one guy, if you're the Celtics and there is one guy that you just cannot afford to let things come out about. After all the Kevin Durant stuff, you know, if there's one guy that you just have to keep the lid on whatever's happening yeah. on all the drama on all that stuff, and you just cannot let anything get out. If there's one guy that Brad is going to give his very stern dad stare at everybody about and be like, I will turn this car around and scream at you. If anything <laughs> comes, comes up, it's going to be Jalen yeah. Brown, right? Like you cannot let anything get out about the Jalen Brown discussions because yeah. it's, that is as sensitive a situation as has existed among like the Celtics stars because of all the trade rumors before. Right. So hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that, I, I mean, look, I, I think enough plugged in people are saying enough consistent things. I mean, I, I think we're definitely getting, I, I think we're getting what the Celtics have clearly said. We, here's what we can tell the media. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I, I, a lot of extremely smart people uh, who are all saying exactly the same thing. So I don't know. Yeah, it's probably nothing. <laughs> probably nothing. Probably Jaylen, nothing. Jalen's probably trying to, you know, assemble a grill in his backyard and uh, can't, <laughs> can't, can't get on the podcast until 930 because, or whatever we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, that, that makes total sense that Jalen and or somebody involved in this podcast had that exact experience. <laughs> I mean, I will say that um, also, not only are there no leaks coming from the Celtic side, there are no leaks coming from anywhere. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. No, no one is leaking anything. Everyone is expressing confidence in a resolution because we are getting confidence from participants in, but nothing, no one's saying anything. No one's coming out with anything on the record. No one's come out with any of the demands. Uh, the closest thing we got is Zach saying it's a bells and whistles thing. You know, that's which, Himmel, which Himmelsbach also intimated for the record. Right. So like, okay, so there's fine. You want to take your time hammering that out. That's fine. That that's, that's not going to derail the entirety of the deal. Yeah. Right. Uh, if they are offering, Hey man, full super max, all of that stuff. But you know, Hey, maybe there's a little bit here, a little bit there that we can kind of work on then. Okay. That's not going to, that's not going to ruin the whole thing. We're not getting leaks from the player side that says Celtics, you know, some disingenuous thing or Celtics are playing, you know, whatever, like, you know, the, you can tell when the player side, the agent is leaking something. None of that has happened either. So not only is there confidence in what's being kind of done behind the scenes, I feel like that's supported by a lack of conflicting information, let's say via yeah. leaks. So I'll let you, you got, you got a, a response. I'll give you the response time in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel. We're heading into the post all-star break MLB. You can get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. You just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit that first home run. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. Isn't that the best part of all of this? You win, you want your money. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is an official partner of Major League Baseball. I'll just ask you if you're going to do it, it's up to you, but please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Locked On NBA podcast. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison. Check us out then. They get the whole league covered Monday through Friday. That's going to stay a Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday podcast all summer long. So check us out there. All right, Tom, you, uh, you had some uh, response there from the Jalen conversation. Well, yeah, I just think, you know, you mentioned how close, like, you know, I mean, it seems like they're close, right? Because it seems like it's like, hey, I want the Supermax. Okay, we're going to offer you the Supermax. Okay, let's hammer yeah. out the details. It is kind of interesting because I, I do kind of wonder if being that close almost makes it more complicated. Just because if you're Jalen, right, and you say, okay, I want the Supermax and I want this stuff. And the Celtics are like, we'll give you the Supermax, but maybe not some of that smaller stuff. At that point, it's it's like it almost feels like it would just become this rock fight, right? Of like, okay, we like, no, there's no leverage on, on either side almost to finish it up. Right. Cause like the Celtics aren't going to pull the supermax off the table for Jalen Brown. They're not right. going to do that. Right. Jalen 
wants the supermax. Like that's so much money. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna walk away from that. So yeah. everybody like everybody's kind of like tr- like I, I mean I don't know that this to be the case. I don't know anything, right? <laughs> but like everything, I think it's possible that everything is kind of trenched in, and they're just like, well, I want this. And the Celtics are like, we're not gonna give you that. And it's like, yeah, well, okay, then we're at a stalemate, and it's gonna get a little awkward because Anthony Edwards already signed his thing. LaBella yeah. Ball already signed his thing. So, uh, you know, everybody's just kind of waiting now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, in, in the longer it goes, the more questions start peppering both sides. Yeah. Um, it, it's possible. It's possible that they're going to leave Vegas without a deal. I, I, I'd be surprised. I'd still be surprised at that. Yeah. The, the Celtics. I'd be surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> it's July 13 and we haven't gotten it yet. So, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think. Yeah. There, there, there is a part of me that says that thinks uh, Jalen has been through so many rumors, and I also believe that Jalen internalizes all of that, and maybe, maybe the where his anger or residual kind of angst over all of that stuff maybe directed at the wrong people. But regardless, I do feel like there is. A, a a culmination of all of these rumors over the course of his career. Like they finally have come, he, he's wrapped all of that stuff up together and he's kind of like holding it now in, in, a, in a classic maybe NBA pettiness. You know, like I don't think anything's going to be done. This is just my guess. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen's just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to make you guys squirm a little bit because you've made me squirm for all of these years. Now I'm going to make you squirm. Ultimately, it'll be fine, but I'm going to get a little, you know, I'm going to be a little petty. And I'm going to make you guys, I'm going to make it so that you guys have to field a bunch of questions from reporters who are like, why isn't it done yet? That would be a nice little petty move. Yeah. What What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I, I'm not saying that's what he's doing. I'm not saying that's what he's doing. So if anybody wants to aggregate me, don't. Uh, that's not reporting. That's not me. I don't know. But if it was me and, like, you want to give the Celtics a little bit of, uh, you know, indigestion and make them pop a couple of uh, antacids here or there because you've had to over the years, eh, why not? Why not give them a little? Why not give them a little? That's, that's like I said the other day. You know, it's, you know, you, you get, you get to take the opportunity when it presents itself, but whatever, I think that'll be done. Let's, let's finish up the show by having some fun with Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh is, uh, the overreaction machine du jour <laughs> of this summer league. Yes. Um, I've, I've seen people talk about like, Oh, can he replace Grant Williams? And can he step in like, okay, no, 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 let's all, let's, let's all <laughs> calm down. Let's all calm down. He is the, um, kind of the story for the Celtics of summer league. That's great. I'm glad. I'm so happy for him. Cause he seems like a really good kid that, Hey, good. That some of this is that, that you're, you're showing some success in summer league. Like that's, that's great. Yeah. But he's still like a ways away from being part of the rotation. He's probably not going to be part of the regular rotation until 
next season at the earliest. But who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe by the end of the season he'll he'll have shown enough where he's around as a uh, an emergency guy. Regardless, he's still a fun guy. He had an interview before the game, uh, before that third game, where he said some interesting things and just all little fun stuff. Uh, he met Jalen Brown. What do you make of this? He met, he met Jalen Brown and he says he came away with it with juice gear. So he's going to be wearing the juice gear. That That's the big takeaway. JB is smart and uh, he got some juice gear to wear around. You think he had to wait in line? That's nice. Probably. Probably gave him like a discount. I don't discount. think he was called to the front of the line. I think he had to wait for it. <laughs> Jason, welcome to the team. Uh, it's Jordan. Okay, yeah, here's a juice sweatshirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's yeah, a Jared. hoodie. Good. <laughs> um, so somebody give Junior a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, big, big Smurf hat. Big. Everybody's yep. talking about his Smurf hat, the Smurf uh, knit cap. That's a camo Smurf hat for him. Uh, none of this stuff is resonating with me. As no, a dude, that's what's I, I'm not. None of this stuff. I'm much younger than you. And I, you are significantly just, younger than me. I have, I have nothing on it. It's like the Smurfs. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't. The Smurfs are from when I was a kid. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I have nothing on the Smurfs. I like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of useless on the Jordan Walls thing. Like, because like, I mean, yeah. he seems like a, seems like a fun, you know, fun dude. Smurfs, like, Smurfs were a fun little, anime, like little, little blue guys. Uh, about the size of an apple. Okay. Uh, they came from France. Over the in France, they were called les strumps. That's uh, that's an actual thing. les strumps. Uh, they they uh, messed with a guy named Gargamel who had a cat that wanted to eat Smurfs. Uh, very very like you know hardcore cartoon where mm -hmm. the Smurfs were at risk of being eaten by a cat. Uh, you don't have that risk in today's I think cartoons. Uh, Gargamel wanted to like boil them up and eat all the Smurfs or something. Uh, but regardless, he was always foiled uh, by by the Smurfs. And there was one there was one girl Smurf uh, that everyone lusted over. There's just one girl. Um, there's one girl and one old guy, and then a bunch of just regular aged male Smurfs. It was a weird dynamic. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. Yep. And so sure. naturally, you want to wear a hat, a camo hat, uh, memorializing that very popular cartoon. Yeah. Uh, anime. He's big into anime. Big into anime. Big into anime. A lot of listeners, a lot of watchers love anime. Anime is huge in the NBA. A lot yeah, of anime. Yeah. When Taco, I think Taco had like a Dragon Ball Z sneaker. He did. And I tweeted that out. And oh my God, I never, it's one of the, the, the largest engagement type posts unexpectedly and yeah it's nba and anime hand in hand it's like that uh that uh that meme the one arm and the other arm it's like together yeah yeah, yeah. NBA, anime yeah. like yeah. all that yeah yeah um which is from what is that from predator or something it, sure yeah that seems right yeah, yeah. um dude i all of all of the Jordan Walsh related cultural references, I just I'm whoosh on all of them. I, I <laughs> is this is this what it feels like being yes old? Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this segment. This sucks. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. This sucks. No, so there's when you get old, there's this this phase of like, well, I'm just gonna try to keep up with stuff. 
yeah. and still make current references so people will think I'm cool. And then you get to a point where you're like, I don't give a damn if anybody thinks I'm cool. I don't have the time or energy to keep up with any of this stuff. Yeah. Or, anime, he listed out 10 different things. I said, I've never heard a single, I have no idea what yeah. you just said. All I know is it led him to go buy a sword. And that's like, I mean, all of a sudden the odds of a Celtic not arriving to training camp with all 10 fingers, which just went up. So yeah. he, he's talking about like, Oh yeah, I had fun. I was cutting fruit. That's a, that's a samurai sword. That's a big, that's a legit sword. You don't cut strawberries with that thing. The balance is off. You can't be messing with that. Don't just don't cut your finger off, man. Just don't be that guy. I don't want to, have that cautionary tale. I don't want to be doing a story catching up with Jordan Walsh. And he's like, got like, you're like, yeah, you know, I messed this up and that's why I can't play anymore or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why he suddenly has that voice later on in life, but um, yeah. So, you know, just be careful with the swords. That's my big takeaway. Do, do you remember when, when Rondo hurt himself and nobody, uh, and it was all, it was kind of like a big mistake. Mark. Yeah, and it, yeah, it turned out like there was the trampoline park thing. Like, yeah, like you know, trampoline park. Sure, like I mean, I've, I've been to them. They're an injury waiting to happen for everyone involved. So, like, of course, like you know, my son loves it more than just about anything. But like a sword, like I mean, if a, if a guy can get hit or hurt in a, at a trampoline park, a guy can get hurt with a sword. Yeah, and that's gonna be Very a worse hurt. one. Very hurt. Yeah, like worse hurt. Yeah. Although I will say that when they do the jumbotron bit who would survive the, the zombie apocalypse? The answer, Jordan, Jordan has to climb to the top of that because swords very useful in the zombie, but you don't have to reload a sword. Never have to just reload gonna keep a sword. It, you just have to keep it sharp. That's always I've my seen thing. him brandish it. I mean, clearly he's, you know, he's yeah. got a feel for it. You know, you have a couple of swords, you have a couple of broad swords, you have a couple of daggers. You just get a little variety in your lengths and the, you know, the styles. You can get yourself out of some serious trouble without wasting bullets. That's a big, that's a big skill to have when you're, you know, approaching the zombie apocalypse. Not that I've given it every, any, any thought at all. It's my favorite walking dead character was Michonne, you know, <laughs> aside from, you know, deny Guerrero being just amazing. And, but her character was super cool because she had a sword. She did sword, a sword. Zombie apocalypse are badass. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe, maybe we just have maybe the Celtics just have a super prepared guy, a guy who's prepared for not only everything on the court, but also the end of days. It's about time, honestly. I mean, I mean, what's somebody's gonna have a bunker ready to go? I mean, I feel like Gordon. This is, second, this is the second podcast in a row that we've kind of wrapped up by talking about like the end of everything. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Cause you talked about the sun swallowing the earth or it exploding or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll just kind of end it there, huh? Yeah. We'll, we'll end it at the end of all things. I think yeah. that, uh, yeah, I think that's appropriate. Sure. I have no, <laughs> I have no exit strategy for this podcast. So we'll just say, uh, bye, Tom. All right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good talk. <laughs> yeah. It's Friday. Uh, you know, I feel like I've done good work for 98% of the shows this week. And that was the 2% right there. So we're just going to end the podcast and say, thank you for uh, being a part of it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're a new listener 
and you still want to subscribe after all that, God bless you. Thank you so much. I uh, would love to have you subscribe to the show. You everydayers, uh, thanks for sticking by the show, even at its goofiest times. Uh, I would love it if you uh, subscribed on YouTube, hopped into the comment section. I also would love it if you shared the podcast. Tell your friends, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.